3: So, Tenakota Tinakota Kato Noma Harumai Kyoda, welcome to Mud and Blood, a podcast dark and grim. And welcome to Valley of Blood, our Warlock Actual Play series here on the channel. So, finally the party leaves the city. The campaign is moving well and truly into the final act now, and we get to see a wee bit of rural swell I enjoyed this session as we get to see a bit of the broader world in a slice of life kind of way. I hope you enjoy that. Beyond that, I don't have too much to say about the campaign at this point. This is the last part of the investigation and is playing out over the next two episodes before the party moves into the climax of the campaign. We have a total of five more episodes to go, this one included. Anyway, enough of me talking. Settle in, get cosy and listen along and enjoy the show. It has been several days now since you left Sinistat, making your way to north into the foothills of the Blutenbergs um, in Svalsen, towards the village of Bassani, where you hope to find the uh, Lady von Hoffmann and her sort of a group of. Um, friends, shall so we say, um, such as Taylor Lusky and uh, the wine merchant uh, von Stronum. So we are talking sort of peak summer. You're actually approaching like the middle of summer um, at the moment. It's it is hot. The roads here are packed. You're kicking up all sorts of sort of dust as you make your way out there because you you rounded up some transport along the way. We're not talking the finest. Steeds no one to man, but, you know, a, a couple of old nags to carry you on your way out and you've sort of been making your way north. Hopefully, you're going to be reaching Basani sometime today. Um, why don't you all paint us a picture of your characters? How, how well do they travel? You know, this is a throwback to our first uh, session where I asked you how well did they sail? How well did they travel on the road? Um... what are you doing as we we make our way along this scene? To paint a picture, we are reaching the sort of the start of the valley. So mountains are rising up around you and there's rolling sort of foothills here um, all around you. The the, the Blutenberg Mountains around you are massive and they are snow-peaked year-round. But however, down here, it is quite warm and dry. Um, You can see sort of Forests covering the um, the, uh, the sort of the the flanks of the mountains as they make their way up to the ice caps, um, and you're sort of making your way through now quite rolling country um, where there is lots of crops and things. The occasional herd of goats or sheep makes their way past, um, but you're
2: definitely is it quite dry and dusty, or is it really pollen? Like heavily pollinated, or
3: it, it's a bit of both. The fields are mostly wild grasses and wildflowers and things like that, which is why we're seeing a lot of um, we're seeing a lot of sort of goats and things on the, like uh, being herded around the place. Um, but the road you're on is this packed mud. You've moved away from like the northernmost city in the valley is the one you've come from, so you've moved away from major trade routes and things like that. Um, but around you, it's mostly rolling hills of grass, long fields of grass and wildflowers. Um, yeah. Okay. And what does it
2: sound like? Like, uh, is it like lots of cicadas? Is it that sort of country where summer is just sound of cicadas, or is it quite just wildlife in general,
3: like bees? Be wildlife in general. There would be cicadas, but there's not a hell of a lot of trees out here, so you're away from the worst of it. Um, but you do occasionally hear them as you pass the cops of trees. Absolutely. Well, but birds are singing, Lorenz... and, and there is a breeze blowing, kicking up dust, um, things like that. Yeah.
2: Lorenz is an uncomfortable rider, so he's sort of not riding as a city city guy. He does travel now, but he he never like really took to the saddle, so mm. he's sort of uncomfortable clearly he doesn't like long journeys in the saddle a couple of days is probably where he starts getting irritable um he's not used to wearing armor so he's sort of tugging tugging his armor to try and get it to fit and constantly squinting out the horizon in the distance with a, a sort of Peeved expression on his face, like he's impatient to get to where they're supposed to be going because he doesn't really want to be on the road. Um, If it's not too dusty, he probably is fine. But when it starts getting quite dusty, he's pulling out a kerchief and he's sort of blowing his nose constantly.
3: Okay, and with the armor too, especially in this heat, right? Like you're probably finding that it's chafing a bit. You're sweating. He's um, just, he just looks uncomfortable Generally miserable Perfect <laughs>
2: He's not miserable it. He would be Like after a couple of days He'd be just miserable But
3: Also Day one
2: A um, couple of hours out He's okay for now
3: <laughs> Anyone who's spent Like any Significant amount of time On a horse Knows that you get a pretty numb ass Oh yeah <laughs> After a while So You'd be feeling it In the thighs and in the ass too I think at this point
2: Um, He probably had to be given the, I can't speak to how lousy the riders are, but he probably had to be given the most patient horse.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And um, what about Veronica? How is she making her way through this countryside?
0: Well, if you were to look at her right at this point in time, you'd notice that she was falling behind the rest of the group a little bit. She's actually off of her roan right now and uh, just on the side of the road you would see her bending over and picking at a bunch of wildflowers on the ground. And if you were to look closely, you would start to see that she would be dividing them into three separate little uh, bundles. There'd be a mix of like daisies and some yellows and purple flowers mixed in there. Uh, Once she has them all bundled together with other uh, stems of other plants in the area, uh, you'd see her get back up on her horse and kind of give it the spurs a little bit to get it going a little bit faster to catch up to the other two who are ahead of her and as she catches up to uh, Lorenz and Victor she slows down a little bit and uh, first she comes upon Lorenz and says hey hey you and when she finally gets his attention and he's got red
2: rimmed eyes (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, seeing his face all red-rimmed She kind of thinks twice about it But Her uh, better judgment Does not win this time And she hands him a, uh, a bouquet of flowers Like, here, I thought you might like these <laughs> And then uh,
2: Lorenz just, like Limply takes them And he doesn't even pay attention He's, like, in his own world of Just every every clop of the horse hoof is just, like, giving him a pounding headache. <laughs> it was the start of one, I suppose I should say, yeah. the start of a headache. He's like, oh, I can feel the headache coming on. Uh.
0: And with uh, that, I will uh, give him a bit of a wink and then start moving up towards Victor. And uh, pull up side by side to Victor and says, hey, here. I think you can use these. Take a, take a bit of a sniff. He hands <sighs> them off and... Uh, starts to move ahead of the group uh, again where she takes the lead and starts to settle back into her saddle and looking around making sure that there's nothing unforeseen coming up ahead.
1: Mm. <laughs> okay. I think oh. Victor would take this
2: <laughs> very yeah. awkwardly,
1: smoking his pipe from his horse and be like, okay. let <laughs> not expect that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and aside from this, how is Victor? How's Victor traveling? How's is, how is he doing?
1: Victor is a very functional uh, rider. He isn't a great horseman, but he is. <clears throat> he is definitely competent enough. He has done this a lot in his life, travelled from place to place on horseback. Um, but it's not something he enjoys. Uh, he's not one of those people that lie, love it when you go out on a ride. He's he's mostly seeing it as a sort of thing where you where you, where you do it because you have to and you can tell that he's bored he's smoking his pipe as he as he's as he's uh, riding along and he's keeping a lookout for interesting things and he's also he's in armor he has his equipment so it probably he feels after a couple of days this probably is quite uncomfortable uh, and hot but he he expects there will be trouble. Uh, And he doesn't want to be unprepared for it at this point, so he keeps it on uh, most of the time. And I'd say, uh, after getting those flowers from Veronica, he'd he'd, 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 he'd smile a little bit at that, and then he'd he'd smell them, and and also be somewhat suspicious of all that. Um, Why is she doing this? Veronica never does that.
0: Are you wearing your heavy armor right now, or is that stowed?
1: I'm not wearing it like the full set. I don't I, he's wearing the breastplate and <clears throat> uh, most of the other stuff, but he isn't like in, in in full plate in that sense, I'd say. Like half. If if, there ha- if something happens, he wants to be able to move as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also it's very uncomfortable to wear full armor for days and days and days on horseback. That is not pleasant. <laughs> Especially in the
2: middle of summer.
1: Nope. <laughs> I don't think he would do that. But he is a substantial amount of armor on still.
3: And, uh, and is, there, um, is there any conversation or anything happening? Or are um, everyone mostly keeping to themselves in contemplation and things? <clears throat> so,
0: I would be pointing out special little landmarks I see uh, in the distance. Like, hey, that mountain looks like a bear. Oh, hey, That one looks like your mom, Victor. Um.
1: (laughs) You didn't know her then, huh? Anyway. So, I think actually Victor would be trying to keep uh, keep talking because he gets bored and he would be talking about old campaigns to Lorenz and everything like that, keeping on and on about things and about his company and everything. Like, kept talking and talking and talking he, and going out, going through the stories and everything like that. Probably boring Lorenz to tears. Yeah, well, no, Lorenz I- is
2: just like, hmm. Right, okay. Okay, I- yeah, sure. Okay.
0: <laughs> I would be adding to that as well, regaling them with my stories of uh, previous uh, adventures and of making up a game is it truth or is it fiction did i do this or not mm-hmm. um, and in that game or in those stories i would toss in a little bit about the uh the pit the uh the caves underground that i was just recently in. To see their take on it
3: okay so what are you telling them specifically what are you, what are you throwing out
0: nothing specific
3: <laughs> okay. It's vague
0: little hints.
3: <laughs> Such as, give an example. So throw a hint at Such as the
0: battling this underwater beast in the dark.
2: <laughs> I feel like Lorenz is suitably uh, distracted. As to not be paying attention to any conversation really directed at his way, so your little your little shenanigans he's not going to cotton on to what you're up to. Hmm. He's lost in his own world. <laughs> uh, Victor knows that most of your
1: stories are vastly exaggerated, so he probably doesn't pay it too much mind. He'd probably ask you to, to explain the nature of this beast if it's if it's so true, and. So they'd be like, ah, well, if it's a beast, you must have seen it. What was it like?
0: I went at it in uh, the dark where nothing but my torch was able to illuminate anything around me. And I swear to you, its scales were as hard as stone.
1: You're not sure we're not just hitting the wall, huh?
0: Who knows?
1: (laughs) Sounds like a drunken camper to me. Oh well.
0: oh some of those are the best ones after all.
1: <laughs> it is true. Mate. It is true. Scales as hard as stone. Mm. Well, I hope you don't see that again.
2: <coughs> Sounds like the start. Yeah, me to me Really, really terrible riddle. <laughs> don't so, don't you know, start Don't stop! What, start what, what with lives the, underground? What lives underground with scales as hard as stone? Cobbles. I don't know. I, I don't know the answer if that's what you're. I'm just I saying. Don't don't, don't ask me riddles, riddles right now. I, I can't deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've well, done I've, insufferable. What insufferable country this is.
1: I, I've done riddles enough.
2: I <laughs> can oh, see why everybody is always up in
3: arms about something. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's true. So you sort of make your way along the um the road here. Is sort of got some um, like sort of white chalky rocks sort that've of crushed into it to sort of keep it fresh in places. But it's largely not well maintained. It's it's clearly um sort of you know left more or less to its own devices. You occasionally stray close to the Kyrgyzng River, which is a large river that flows through the length of the country. And that's where the bigger sort of freight is handled from, which around here, as far as you can tell, the hills are starting to give way to vineyards. You realise you must be reaching what would be wine country here. Um, The rolling hills sort of, you know, getting sun as they do, works quite well for uh, for such a crop as far as you can see um and where there is not vineyards there is either trees coming down from the hills or um sort of goat herds making their way around the uh the countryside
1: i have one very so, short question
3: yes are the grapes uh fresh
1: and edible mature
3: at this stage um, I'm not nearly enough of a viticulturalist to be able to no. answer that question. Probably that not. Summer. Yeah, no. midsummer, probably not. Mm. Um, Unfortunate.
1: Otherwise, Victor would have uh, ridden up and, and, and cut some loose and then
2: taken some to eat. Does it, does it look? Like, what's the predominant um, type of wine they produce here, based upon the grapes, Liam?
0: Sauvignon. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, we drove it um, no. well, <laughs> either that um, or
0: the Cabernet Sauvignon.
3: Yeah, it's um. Yeah, yeah it's no, just, I cannot answer that question. Some sort of wine, which is a language that exists in the fantasy world, which none of us are aware of, but is probably a parallel of what, whichever you wish for it to be in the real world. Um, Pinot or a nice. Anyway, <laughs> a Fun mixture. Fact, of I used to manage
0: a, a wine store. So
3: there you go. So whatever Charlotte says it is, we'll go with that. Whatever the equivalent is of you know sort of whatever wines are most prominent in Eastern Europe, I wouldn't I wouldn't know. But you um you make your way along, you know, with these rows on the side of the road and things. We're not talking barren countryside. You do see people here. Um, and you are passing through small hamlets and villages and things fairly regularly. But you can tell by the increase of concentration that you must be nearing a town of sorts. Um, and sure enough, you do see what you assume must be uh, your destination, the village of Basani. It's a village slash town. We're not talking a city. You've been in a large walled city up until this point. Here we're seeing sort of clinging to the foothills and stuff, you know, um, on some small cliffs overlooking the river that sort of flows around it. A um, a small sort of town um, probably holds several thousand people uh, sort of here sprawling a wee bit and clearly exists here. Is a primary sort of uh, point where, you know, this, this industry, this wine industry is sort of run out of um, as you make your way up. You notice that there are um, lots of flags and, um, like, banners sort of streaming in the sun, which is not to be... Uh, not to be unexpected, this time of year, for obvious reasons, is a fairly holy time within Solarian faith. You're approaching summer solstice, so you know that lots of events tend to happen. You obviously don't know local custom, but um, you you are expecting um, any day now. I don't know how much you guys would keep track of, of holy events, but... You're on the verge of of the solstice as such and you know that, you know, uh, festivals and things tend to happen, especially in these rural environments, um, as you make your way forward. And it's actually a nice sort of surprise compared to when you're making your way up through the southern half of the country where you saw, you know, villages being burnt and you saw violence and things. Here, everything seems peaceful, almost utopian, as you're making your way towards this town with... um, like, strings of flags hanging from them and crossing the streets with bright yellow and red and white sort of flags hanging from them and streamers and people sort of seem to be milling around as some sort of summer festival seems to be happening as you start approaching this town. Gosh, I
2: hope we don't interrupt some heretics on their summer solstice ritual.
3: (laughs) I've seen that movie. (laughs) 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 Um... So, yeah, what's your plan here? You've, you've been told to seek, seek out this town and to try and find um, try and find Maynard. Uh, you don't have to find Maynard if you don't want. You can start seeking out Von Stroman, who's supposed to have an estate here somewhere. It certainly seems like it's sort a of place you'd expect to find an estate of a wine merchant. Um, what, what's your plan of action here? Mm -hmm.
0: I am going to go mix and mingle with the people who are doing their uh, religious celebrating and see if there's any information that I can find about the people that we need to find.
2: I think Lorenz is just seeing civilization as the stopping point, so he's just going to go to the inn or tavern, um, whatever the most respectable-looking one is in this town. Traveling sucks, and he needs... Sit down on something that isn't moving and have a drink of something that isn't warm.
0: And we have arranged this beforehand that I will meet up with them at a later time that we've uh, determined at the bar.
3: Mm. And Um, to
0: have a flagon of ale ready for me when I get there.
3: mm. And
2: they don't do ale here; it's only wine. Mm. I mean there's definitely gonna be a,
3: a significant um, commonality. it will be good wine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Some form of
1: alcohol. Victor joins Lorenz on uh onto the bar. He wants a this glass of wine.
3: Okay. Okay. So you guys you head towards what appears to be some sort of tavern. You're looking for, like, a town like this, you expect there to be a centralised tavern. And there is. And because it's so busy that there's actually... There's long tables have been arranged outside with makeshifts of seats and things because people have come in from villages all around to partake in the festivities. Um, And, you know, the the town square here is heaving. Um, So there is, like, a central sort of, like... We're talking... Imagine a rolling hill that goes up to a very—we're talking a small set of um, set of cliffs around which wraps the river. Right? The cliffs aren't particularly big, maybe 10 to 20 meters on average, um, around which is, is arranged these various sort of this the town, the town square, things like that, and. Uh, it slopes away on one side down to the waterfront, and up on up on top of this cliff, you've got what is clearly the local chapel to Solaria, um, and you've also got you know sort of um, the the sort of marketplace of town is at the top of this hill, around which tends to be some of the wealthier parts, uh, wealthier buildings and things, where, where people, really merchants and things, tend to live. And as you go down the hill towards the waterfront, it gets progressively poorer, but also has a small, I want to say a dock, it's too small for a dock, but places where boats can come up and sort of moor and have likely wine, grapes, local crops, etc. loaded on them and sent off downstream. Um and it's, it's a beautiful spot. Like, it's it's gorgeous. Just Google Croatia small town summer or anything like that and you'll get an idea of, you know, like, what well, I'm, I'm sort of imagining here. Think Bohemia, think Croatia, think that whole part of the world and, and summer in a small sort of medieval town and you're, you're pretty much there. Um, and there is one such tavern slightly off the square, away from the church and everything, sort of... Um, You've got the, when I say square, it's not It's not even remotely square shaped, it's more like a triangle shape, it's wide in front of the church and it meanders down to a point, and at that point, slightly around a bend, you've got this large sort of inn, if you will, it's an inn, people can stay here, it's not just a place where people drink, it's actually a place where people come and stay and they lodge. Um, and outside of here you've got a number of like sort of trestle tables in rows and food is going on and you sort of come along, you pay a handful of coins and just partake really. It's it's pretty open. Um you, know, you do have to pay for individual drinks. As you arrive, there are people everywhere, and all the locals are wearing more or less similar garb. They've got variations of white, obviously the clothing on, or yellow or red, right? Um the clothing is generally just plain sort of um, linen garb- uh, garments, sort of, you know, just probably made out of wool. And then uh, if the wool is clean enough, they just have a, a white sort of, you know, jerkin on or whatever. If it is not clean enough, they've clearly just sort of loosely dyed it. But they're very summer colors. These are colors that you yourselves also associate with Solaria and bright colors and things. And that's what everyone yeah. seems My to My question wearing. would
2: be. Does this look out of place? Like, would this look quite similar to stuff that would happen around this time
3: in Strasland? Yes, but in Strustland, they tend to be a lot more formal, although in rural locations, you would expect to see something like this. This has definitely got, you know, Boondock's, you know, sort of vibe about it, right? Like you're out, you know, in the the countryside and it's more of a, um, yeah, it's more of that sort of, country sort of rural festival whereas in the cities it would be much more of a formalised thing it would be a you know more church oriented and things like that whereas here it's a combination of religious festival but also just midsummer festival right um, and people are drinking uh, this is the time of year where places like this would traditionally um, start to sort of serve out last year's crop when it comes to Uh, like vintage of wines and things like that so there's a lot of wine flowing there's a lot of booze flowing there's lots of meals food is out everywhere um, and people are generally having a great time as far as you can tell and you've arrived at this inn it's heaving getting inside is going to be tough Uh, most of the seating seems to be outside are you just looking to Lorenzo doesn't have a problem sitting outside He, he sort of looks
2: to Victor and he's like i tell you, it might make up for the discomfort in getting here. <laughs> Anywhere
1: I'll sit, I'll sit. I have no issue with it. Anything. I'll find a place on a
3: bench outside to sit down on. Look through the crowd. The crowd appears to be mostly locals. Um, there's no one that you can see that stands out as not being a local, because why would there be? Except um, for us apart from you guys. And people are sort of... But travellers, I imagine, aren't uncommon. And they're welcoming really of nice. you, seeing you here, like, hey, you know, when, when you guys walk up and people are making sure that there's food and, and all that sort of stuff and calling over serving girls and there's a bit of music happening in the corner. you got some people sort of playing a flute and some sort of stringed instrument. Um, and, like, they're generally sort of, you know, welcoming. There's no one who sort of being exclusionary or anything like that. People shuffle over to make room for you on their bench seats. There's no finding your own table anywhere. We're talking big, long trestle tables. Um, when you do, you know, like serving girls, they see you come in, they come up, basically offer you drinks straight away and just to, you know, take money to, to partake in the, uh, in the feasting. Um, and you're welcomed. And people, you know, you sit down next to sort of some guy who has a bit of a, a feel about him. He, he's quite young, relatively fresh face, must be in his early 20s, quite spotty and sort of scarred skin. He may have had the pox at some times or he could have just had a really brutal acne. Either way, you can't quite tell. It's not looking great. But he's also a bit rotund. You get the feeling that this is not a guy who probably has to live particularly hard in life. And he, he's, he welcomes you. He's like, you know, hey, welcome. Um, and relatively good... You know, sort of Strasland tongue, like he definitely not a native speaker, but he he tries. Um, yeah, you know, what brings you to Bassani? Well, actually we
2: were uh, in the big city. Sort of getting a little bit cooped up there. All sort of felt the same, thought we'd taken some of the country. Heard there's some good wineries up here, might bring that news of what's good back down Oh when we had back there there's
3: always opportunity for business he um while you're talking he's eating and drinking um and he sort of wipes some grease off his face and mm, mm. plenty of good wine best wine you'll find yeah yeah and he sort of he, he grabs a um like a terracotta sort of um wine bottle and pulls a stopper out and pours you some out and um, he's like you know offering encouraging you to drink you can see he's a few cups deep himself this is definitely probably the highlight of the summer for most of these people they're definitely getting (laughs) on the terps as such Yeah,
2: Lorenzo be like oh so do
3: you work in one of the vineyards or are you associated with one of them he as he's talking he sort of holds his hand up to his face as he sort of you know swallows down a burp before it comes out and he goes no, no, I'm a, um, oh, I, I'm a, uh, I, horses, mm, I look after horses, that's what I do, you need, how are your horses, do I need a shoe, I can shoe your horse, not today though, tomorrow, <laughs> oh god.
1: <laughs> We've been traveling for a couple of days, so,
3: they might need a looking to. Yes, well, there's plenty of people around who work here, and I mean, people sort of just work, it's not, apart from the people who own the vineyards, it's not really full-time work for most people, but they're around, we sort of get by, we all do the harvest together and carry on, and we're celebrating another year by opening last year's.
1: Hmm. Now, speaking of last year's, and Victor drinks some of the wine,
3: what is it like? It's good yeah no, it is good it is I mean we're not talking a particularly well long aged wine or anything like that this is the sort of the commonest stuff but it's good mm. it's mm. very light and refreshing it's a good summer's drop
1: mm. well Victor would, would drink a hearty hearty swig of that and be like hmm you're not lying it is good and he finishes that glass and he's like I'd have another one of those and it keeps coming. So
3: what, what, are the, what are the big vineyards around here? He sort of goes, oh, there's a few, there's a few. And he starts rattling off place names. All of the vineyards around here seem to be named after landmarks. So he's like, oh, there's... there's and a, few, a few times he has to slip into his own language to say them because he doesn't have the equivalent names. But where possible, he's like, oh, well, there's Follies Hill and... There's, you know, there's Eagles Valley and you know, <laughs> this is Stony Ridge, yeah, 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 Stony Creek. wine sort of stuff because wines have to come from pretentious sounding places, and this place here is ahead of that market, it's got that corner pinned, so it is, yeah, Stony Ridge, you know, Hawk Valley, Rainy Valley, all that sort of stuff, yeah. That's, um, because, well, they're all owned mostly a share owned. A lot of the people around here, they're shear farmers. So people will own part of a field and they all help maintain those vines and they help farm those vines and then they share in the profits. And they all donate a share of it for today, this week, whole week. You're four days late. You're four days late. But we have a whole week of celebrating. Four days? Here we are. Yes, I haven't um, been sober since last week. <laughs>
2: You've had yeah. a better week than I have, huh? <laughs> mm. and, when, and when does your festivities end?
3: The day after tomorrow.
2: The day after tomorrow is the last day. So perhaps don't get our horses seen to till after then, eh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. I mean, I can look at them. But... It cost a bit more, being the festival. Good help, hard to find.
1: Mm-hmm. I think gonna help is easy to find, just, <coughs> you know. You're a bit uh, so better. overindulged, huh? <laughs> but you can't overindulge during a festival, And Victor drinks some more.
3: No, no you can't! And he sort of puts his hands up, sort of almost mockingly, and he goes, because we are in the Lord's light, and it feels fine, does it not?
1: The summer sun always feels good After a long winter <clears throat> It's been quite a while Though it is in the middle of summer But He drinks some more wine He doesn't pretend that he understood what you just said
2: <laughs> I, think he, I think
1: I mumbled that in my own language In some way And uh, then he sort
2: of oh, And drinks some more but the wine. That's actually, I think, I think I'd heard of mention of a. Better, uh, oh, you might be able to help me. When we were in town in there, they were talking about getting a shipment from. Um, ah, right. Oh, that's that wine. The, the wine merchants, huh? Yeah, the wine merchants. Wasn't he local? And I think they said. I think they mentioned this village, actually. Ah, oh, what was it? It was. Uh, 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 sh- strum, Strum, Strumland, Stromskurs.
1: Strum, like do you know? Do you know the man? They were talking about him a lot. The local to here, sell sold, sold good wine from this place. I think I drank some back in, back in the city. Actually, that
2: maybe that's why we came
1: here.
2: Hmm. I love the thing that put out the idea in our heads anyway.
1: Look at him questioningly, swing <laughs> swinging some more wine into my mouth.
2: Yeah. Um roll roll lie, Sean. <laughs> Sweet ass. That's my
3: best stare. Yeah, love, <laughs> love lying. <clears throat> uh plus short as my plus
2: fourteen.
3: Get twenty-eight. Yeah, as you're talking, he's you got he, von Von is like Yeah, Von Strumman. he's one of you lot. I know we will. we all know him. We all know him. He helps the wine flow, as it were. Yes, he's good. He's good. Which one of which one of the uh,
2: good old estates is is is... Stony
3: Valley? (laughs) He he says, uh, "Well, he doesn't. He doesn't really. No, it's just." let's call it Von Strongen's house <laughs> he lives in his house it's just it's up the valley and he sort of points up behind him towards the hills um, he has a place up there big place but he also has he's also known to come to town here a lot he has I think he lives here somewhere I'm not entirely sure but we see him around a lot he buys a lot of the wine that comes through sells it on I think he owes shares in most of the most of the yards around has he been around recently
1: would be would be fun to share the festivities with another Stresslander.
3: huh if he's around Uh, I don't know I don't have I mean I look after some of his horses his stock horses but he's a bit of a you know a tough knob Uh, forget that then Done, like, it'd be much fun then at all, would he? Well oh, he's rich. Yeah, he it's better wine than this. He sort of <laughs> jiggles a bottle. Well <laughs> oh, yeah, would hope so to be a wine merchant. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You would. Yeah, it's a good point. I didn't think of that.
1: Mm. You're quite clear. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking. Drinking good wine with a tough ruins the taste anyway. I'd prefer mm. this.
3: Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Listen. He sort of looks around conspiratorially. I oh, know. <laughs> you two. You you married? If you what?
1: <clears throat>
3: Never had much luck. <laughs> hey, hey, don't. Ain't hey, we hey, all? <laughs> In my line of work, I'm
2: away from home far too much. What is your line of work? <laughs> oh, as I said, I come around, <clears throat> go from city to city, try and figure out what the best trade deals are, report it back home. Mm. Always business to be made.
3: Mm. What's that called? What you mean what's that called? Well, all jobs have got names, don't they? First guy, and he t- right. he points to Victor. He's clearly a soldier,
2: merchant. I see. Merchant. I don't know what the what the what it would be in your tongue, but we we'd say merchant.
0: Hmm.
1: I wouldn't call myself a soldier. I see to it that he doesn't die on his job, and he pays me well.
3: Hmm. Well. Look, do you, do you, now don't take this the wrong way, do you like woman or are you too, I mean, because if you are, what are you offering? Soon, the lads, a few of us, we're going to go to the square because that's when they're starting the, the the wife picking. The wife picking's happening. And we get to go and we're gonna go and watch all the most beautiful girls from all the villages around. They come to see if they get to be you know, Luna for a day. Oh,
2: that's right. I think I remember reading about that sort of thing. You read about that sort of thing. Wife well, picking. naturally. Of of, oh, I mean,
3: it sort of just happened to be on the. What are you getting at, Victor? That's a strange <laughs> thing to read about. Who would write about that?
2: When you come into a place and you want to learn about what deals you are got to make, you've
3: got to make sure you know a little bit about the customs. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oi. Hey, the girls ain't for sale, mister, I don't know what you got in your head, alright? That's not what I was talking about. You can take your dirty foreign fingers away from our girls, alright? Hmph! Well,
1: our fingers aren't any much any dirtier than yours. They just speak a different tongue. He looks at his
3: fingers, which are covered in grease from the food Yeah, I know. (laughs) He frowns a little bit, probably. Fair, fair. Well, look. We're going to go and watch. It's one of the peak, the, the best parts of the festivities around here. It's what we're going to go do. When the next bell rings at the church.
2: Mm. Well, I promise on me honour, I won't attempt to buy any.
3: That's right. You like coming here, trying to steal our woman. So, Veronica The others have wandered off What what are you doing during all of this?
0: I am Merry-making (laughs) Kind of Winding my way through the crowds Trying to find People who are A little bit more festive than the others, like say a group of people that might be dancing around uh, a maypole of sorts, or just a little bit more lively. Somebody who I feel I could get talking easier with the intention of trying to see if I can find anybody who has seen our uh, lady that we're trying to get a hold of.
3: Well, the market Square is heaving, although it's heaving in like generally festive festive related things, right? So there's no sort of regular market stuff that you'd normally see. A lot of the market stalls that you'd expect to see in the villages have sort of shut down, but there's lots of food happening. Um, there's lots of drinks that are being handed around at good prices. Um, in the middle of the square right now, there there is like a, a rudimentary stage that's been built um, that. Is like sort of in front of the church where everyone sort of is gathering around and milling around um, and buying things and foods and breads and cakes and all that sort of stuff is happening. Um, and on the stage, you've currently got a guy with a bear. That's the bear is is sort of chained, right, to a um, a post which is well, not currently it's not a post driven into the ground, but it's chained. Uh, to a point that's sort of tied to the stage. And the bear is sort of dancing while the man plays like a, um, a an accordion sort of thing. So he's sort of pushing the accordion in and out and the bear is sort of dancing and, and pulling faces and things. And people are sort of standing around and sort of cheering it on and stuff. There's some people that look like they might be gambling on whether or not the bear will lose its patience and take a swipe at the guy. Um, Who looks like he's probably had a couple of swipes in the past. He looks pretty rough himself. Um, And around there's people selling like, you know, bundles of flowers and things like that. At some point, someone just comes along and puts around your neck flowers that have been sort of tied together. um, And they're still just going around, just giving these things out all over the place. Um, And things here are generally quite festive, although as with any festival or anything like this um there is always people off to the side who are busy right there's always people who aren't here enjoying themselves they're working or whatever um and you can see there is one such group sort of off to the side that seems to be fussing around this girl that can't be more than 16 years old um sort of fussing around here and and um Sort of seeing to a long dress she's wearing which appears to be sort of like a sky blue colour um, you can see people who are sort of sitting in the middle of the square drinking just watching what's going on Lot, you know, lots of stuff is happening specifically as for people who would stand out to you who are easy to approach I mean the obvious ones is anyone who's selling anything would be um, you know, open to talking to because they're trying to sell stuff Um, but as for people who are sort of reveling, it is mostly sort of, it's like a fairground. People are just wandering around or they're watching the show. A lot of the real sort of looseness is probably happening away at the bar where the boys are, to be honest. Um, You could potentially find someone, though, um, but you'd have to go out of your way to find it. If you were wanting to... You can either do a streetwise roll or you could give me more specific instructions and I'll tell you if that's successful, I guess.
0: Uh, I want to go after the person who was handing out the flower lays.
3: Okay. Um, it's actually a group of sort of young... Sort of girls, well young children really, not all girls, there's a few boys in there, maybe around about 12 years old, sort of running around, they've got armfuls of them and they're just sort of throwing them around people's necks and sort of giving them out and just appear to be, these are the ones that aren't allowed to drink, right, so <laughs> they're celebrating the best that they can um, by being a part of it all, um, but you, you can you can certainly pull some of them aside.
0: Yeah, I would try and see if I can get a hold of two or three of them at the same time if they're in the close close vicinity of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe tempt them with uh, some like coins or something to get him.
3: Easy. It's easily done. Yep, that's not a problem.
0: Yeah, so I guess I would try and get them off to the side for... Uh, just a quick word uh just so i can actually hear what they have to say and uh want to get them apart from everyone else to say hey i i have some coins here for the if you have some information that i can uh make use of you bunch aren't always seen but i see you I know what you do. I I value what what you're doing. I'm really trying to play into valuing their their uh, their actions throughout this festival, like giving them credit and uh, building up their confidence. And uh, I would go on doing that a little bit, and then I would lean into so. I'm looking for a specific person, I'm looking for a woman, and I would give them uh, the description that we were given of, uh, uh, what was her name? Um,
2: Freda von Hoffman. Freda.
0: Freda Hoffman.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, and see if any of the, the kids would have any recollection of seeing a woman of that description.
3: Um, okay. The hard part you're going to have is trying to explain, describe someone that you haven't seen yourself. Um.
0: I would just be going based upon what we have been told.
3: Yeah.
2: Probably helps that she would be notable in the fact that she's a Strasslander. We do stand out because we're foreigners.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she's interacting, the
2: woman was a weird accent. Assuming
3: she's interacting with the local community, though, that's the thing. Roll a persuasion roll. Okay, wrong. eight.
0: Not great,
3: not terrible. And I also rolled an eight, so that'd be a 16 in total. Yeah, so you're talking to a group of kids, right? You're talking to a group of kids, and you fluff them up and all this sort of stuff. I, I see what you do here. Look, you guys are working really hard. All these adults around here are just, you know, they're just wasting their time, but you're all working hard. And, you know, you see the little chests beam, of, you know, like the chest puff out, and look at this, look at this. And then you explain, you know, like, oh, you know, this woman... Um. of long brown hair and so you start explaining this woman. Um, She'd be sort of in her early 30s and that's the thing. You start describing her Um, and all of them, all of them swear that they've seen this woman. The problem is that there's four of them they're all talking about four different women. So one of them's like, I've seen her. She's over there selling toffee apples. And the other one's like, no, 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 no. That's the innkeeper's wife. I've seen her. She talks funny. She's got a big nose. And then the other one over here is like, Well, actually, I think she's the one. They, well, yeah, they, they're all selling all this sort of stuff. And you can tell that there's no, they don't have a distinct person between them. Um, so one of them is, is, is potential, potential candidates presented to you are innkeeper's wife, the woman selling toffee apples. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One of them reckons it might be his auntie and there's a little girl that says that it's the woman from the next village over that comes and picks grapes but she only ever sees her at this time of year.
0: Wow. Um... Yeah, I would, uh, start to question the little girl who says it's the woman that picks grapes only this time of year. A little bit more, just to try and get a little bit more information out of her. Um, I thank the other three, and I'll, uh, toss them a coin apiece. Um, uh, whatever that would
3: equate to in... You know, just six rentals. months' wages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're very happy with whatever you give them. Uh, they're very, very happy with it because they've not made any money. They actually all head off to go buy toffee apples. The one that you've got is, <laughs> is probably upset that she hasn't had a chance to do the same. Uh, so she's watching them run away like, what have I done?
0: <laughs> yeah. I would give her one as well and then I will hold up another one for her say, once we're done talking you can have this one as well.
3: She sort of looks at it and, um, sort of nods. So what, what do you have to ask her? What do you have to say?
0: I'm actually asking Sean why the hell it's so dark there all of a sudden.
2: Because it's getting dark all of a sudden. Yeah, it's getting dark all of a sudden. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay, so this woman that comes here once a year, is there anything recognizable about her? Like, what makes her stand out to you versus anyone else in the city or town?
3: Well, she... As roughly as your tippy-toes, this tall, which is about the height that you said Brandon might be. Uh, and she has brown hair and talks funny. Has a funny voice.
0: <laughs> like she talks like me? Or...
3: The, the child looks confused. Uncertain. Uh,
0: As an aside, would we have the same kind of accent?
3: No, the kid definitely has a different accent, yeah.
0: No, no sorry, uh, us and Frida.
3: Yeah, similar-ish. She is from nobility, so mm-hmm. definitely Do different. An imper- Do, an RP. Yeah. Do an impersonation of a really posh accent in Strassland. I might get it. I especially can't do a woman's one. I can't do women's voices. It sounds offensive if I try. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like you can tell. For example, like if you've heard someone who's studied at Oxford versus someone who didn't go to university, you can generally hear a difference. Picture picture the Queen speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know that you would definitely to to the outsiders to these guys you probably sound pretty similar but you'd know you'd know she comes from money
0: gotcha yeah so where does this woman live do you know
3: one of the villages around here she comes here every year
0: every year right around now hmm that's when we see her. Have you seen her today? She's here somewhere. But have you seen her today?
3: Yes. Well, I've seen her group. Her group? Mm. You mean it's more like her? Well, she's got kids. She's got children. And she has a daughter who is very pretty. She has lots of pretty daughters.
0: Well, and that being said, you're probably one of her daughters, aren't you? Pretty little thing like you.
3: <laughs> she she smiles uh, and goes, "No, no. Besides, I've got the wrong color here. She's blonde. The skill.
0: Well, between you and me, blonde is a better color than brown. Um, but nothing like the red. And I'll kind of flick my own hair.
3: She looks at you like you don't have a soul. No. Um, um, No, she... she,
0: I am thoroughly offended. (laughs) I'm done with this game.
3: No, she... She she nods along, yeah.
0: (laughs) Have you seen any of her kids here recently?
3: She, she, yeah, she goes they're they're over there somewhere and she points across the sort of square
0: alright well I think that answers all my questions you have been the most helpful and then I'll uh, give her the uh, extra coin that I did promise she takes it now if if anybody asks, we never had this conversation. I'll give her a big, like, playing wink.
3: She just nods and runs off to join the others. Um, around about this point, the you'd see people are starting to mill towards the square. Um, the square is slowly starting to fill up. I don't know if the other two would have would have followed the sort of exodus this way but people are sort of making their way through to this way what would you do before the square does get filled what's Veronica's play here
0: um, I would try and make my way out to look for the uh, the guys I think meet, them, meet up with them at the, the inn
3: and are you guys waiting at the inn yeah, we said we would. Okay.
1: So Maybe he, we're making excuses to this rotund horse, horse stable boy, and uh, <laughs> same.
3: Oh, we're waiting for a
1: friend to join you there. That kind of thing.
3: Okay. So you guys wait at the end as everyone sort of gets up and shuffles off. And you hear, um, like, not everyone goes. A lot of people do stay. It's generally the sort of, lots of the younger people, male and female, sort of all seem to hit off. People who are under sort of age of 25, 30, they all seem to hit off, um, leaving you know you guys here with with you know sort of a half-full, you know, trestle tables and stuff. Now, still plenty of food and wine going around, um, and. Something, two things happen at the same time. One, Veronica gets back and finds you all. And as she does, you see, um, you see moving from inside the inn outside. So stepping out outside, sort of reacting to the sun, um, looking like they they maybe had a bit to drink. You see, Maynard. He sta- <laughs> who stands out in that he's rather more finely dressed than most of the people here mm-hmm. but he steps into the sun and sort of blinks and sort of looks around to sort of see what's going on he hasn't noticed you guys as uh, Veronica arrives back at the table ah oh, it
2: is I guess we better get us over with, unless you got any objections.
1: You got any ideas, Veronica?
0: About what?
1: Him. Um, Did you see him?
0: I'll look back and see... Oh, damn. Yeah, I got a few ideas.
2: Oh, I do, too. Lorraine's sort of, like lifts his his glass in Maynard's direction.
3: Try catch his eye. He, yeah, he sort of... I'll call out out to him. Okay. Just to get his attention. He sort of sees you across the crowd and he sort of comes over and, um, sort of sits out... How inebriated is he? Only (laughs) slightly. Only slightly. Um, he looks sort of generally frustrated. Um he sort of comes over and sits down. Well you what took you to lot so long.
2: We had to tie things up in town. You know it takes a couple of days to get out here. Yeah? We left uh, we left the uh, morning after your your message
3: arrived. Hmm he sort of pours himself a wine. Have you found anything? Oh, the five minutes we've been here.
2: A little a tiny small few little tiny breadcrumbs. Apparently the he has a place in town and he's uh his estates up,
3: up in the hills over there. Right, but I mean in town. You're in town, boy. What were you doing in town? Oh.
2: I'm trying to remember the, the timeline from when he stopped being apart with us
3: a few yeah you haven't seen him for a wee while yeah I'm just trying to remember where we left him before uh, our
1: before Cosco
3: absolutely before Cosco yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah he does not he does not know about
3: that one he obviously does not know about no. your arrangements either. <laughs> <laughs> no. Having to
2: sort of smooth over the, the disturbance your little rampage through town caused. Don't worry that, about I'll, it. I kind of cocked my head it's all, a bit and... It's all been smoothed over.
3: What was Veronica doing, sorry? It's kind of like
0: taking interest in what uh, Lorenz just said about his rampage through time's like, what? <clears throat> Obviously not being there for it. Mm.
2: What did you do, Maynard? He left a trail that led straight back to us that we had uh, diplomatically... essentially sort of just smooth it over. Ambassador wasn't terribly happy, but... Hold on. The same person
0: who lectured us countless times on the boat ride here about not making much of a fuss made
3: a fuss. Oh, it didn't impact upon me at all. Laid low, got here. I didn't get in any trouble. No one rounded me up, nothing got done to me. Oh, you're welcome. Sort of leaves down. Um. You found anything else on the road? Do you have any ideas where this woman's gone? I know she's here somewhere.
0: Well, actually, I do have a lead or two from uh,
3: talking to someone. <laughs> Sorry. Does Veronica lose her shit? <laughs> No,
0: No, that is strictly Charlotte
3: This might have to be a lie roll The way this is going
2: You have to convince us that your bullshit's Actually an actual (laughs) lie
0: Well actually I was uh, Out in the crowd earlier on And talking to uh, some of the people there and it sounds like she might be here right now. They were saying that once a year, she comes into town with uh, some of her kids, which would kind of make sense that whatever she was up to in the other uh, city there, leaving for a brief period of time to come celebrate here for whatever reason, wouldn't strike me as odd.
2: He's—I mean, does that even seem in in timeline, Liam? Um, from when she started hanging out with these uh, friends, reported as being hanging out with them from these friends, it didn't seem like it was over a year.
3: No, no, it's it's within the last year. Also, she doesn't have children. Um, yeah, but that we know about. I can get children can be a cover. Yeah
2: doing some weird shit. Like, Lorraine just sort of looks like at Veronica and goes, and how much did this tour tale cost you?
0: None of your business.
2: Hmm. Well, if you'd been paying attention, you'd know that she hasn't been associating with any of these people for longer than a year.
0: That so it sounds know. like
2: you've been sold a bit of a a bit possibly, of a whopper there, Veronica.
0: Possibly, but what information do you have on her?
2: Well, that if she left with the wine merchant, she's either staying at his place in this town here or she's staying at his estate, which is the one. And he gives the direction that the drunk guy gave.
0: Well, we can always go check him out, see what we can turn up.
2: Hmm. I mean, Maynard's been here a lot longer than us, so I'm sure he's managed to figure everything out.
0: Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, we can rely everything upon him.
1: He is straight in front of us, isn't he?
2: Yeah, Like Lorenz isn't saying that <laughs> in a snarky way, he's, <laughs> he's saying that like he's playing it straight. Mm. Uh, what have you found out, Maynard, you've been here for a
3: couple of days, you must have found something. So while you guys were talking about the lady and you're talking about, you know, her being involved in various things and stuff like that, he got very sort of quiet or stoic. But like more of... You know how when you're around someone and you say something inappropriate and they go quiet because they don't want to be associated with what it is that you're saying? He sort of did that. Um, And then he makes a comment saying... The uh, merchant arrived alone several days ago. But some of the locals in neighboring villages said they saw him riding with a group. Uh, the merchant left town here the day before I arrived. So I've been waiting for you. I believe he's gone in and out to his estate. he sort of indicates out east. I went for a quick look uh, from afar it's an estate, it's very nice. He's living very well for a, a merchant, even one of noble heritage. Mm. He has a very full stable at his estate currently. Many horses, not all of them stock horses either. I suspect he has guests. That said, he also has a lot of staff. People around, people coming and going. Who knows?
2: Hmm. It's pretty
1: clear he has guests. I wonder.
2: Does his his staff
3: come into town at all? A lot of them are here right now. This indicates around.
2: Uh, Lorenz looks around. Uh, How. Could anyone overhear the conversation at this trestle? Because I'm guessing it's cleared out a fair bit.
3: People could overhear it if they wanted to, yeah. Um, it is noisy, this cleared out. It would be hard, it's very unlikely, but it is possible.
2: Mm. Uh, he looks around to see if anyone's paying attention to them.
3: Uh, make me a spot roll. Or streetwise, I'll let you do streetwise. It's The same,
2: I know which one's more <laughs> 15. Maybe I've, I've the wine's just starting to hit,
0: <laughs>
3: so that's 15 total. Yeah, nah, you're pretty confident no one's listening to you. He'll sort of lower his voice
2: a little bit and uh, and say, but always, uh. Have a nice, discreet inquiry with one of the staff members. We're not intending to be here for too long anyway. And when he, he put emphasis on discreet and that, like, he's insinuating... I mean, Victor might pick up on him. He's, he's, he's insinuating an unpleasant conversation. <laughs>
3: Maynard sort of looks around and goes Don't know if you've noticed but every villager from twenty miles around is here right now. And we sort of stick out like a dog's particulars. So it'd be a bit hard well, to say. Well I mean, like I'm saying,
2: if we're not intending to be here long, get what we need go to the estate, do what we need and be gone. I agree with Maynard,
1: for once. It's much better to pay them a little, make them talk,
2: than than to get a bit too rough in that discreet way. I think you're supposing that they're not in on whatever it is they're up to. But there are better ways to find that out than to beat someone up. I didn't say that. I said make discreet inquiries. There's words <coughs> in my mouth that you're putting.
3: <coughs> One thing True I wasn't enough. able to find out is where his townhouse is. <coughs> Have you? In the five seconds we've been
2: here, we found out it exists and that it's not really a well-known place. He tries to keep it hidden, I think, quite successfully. I think we do need to find someone that's in his employ anyway and and have a little discussion in whatever manner you guys feel comfortable with. You could definitely
1: find somebody.
2: Have they been open to your discussions, Maynard, or have they been trying to avoid you?
3: Oh, yeah, I've tried to keep it fairly low-key. Casual discussions over an ale, get people drunk and talking. Haven't found out too much so far. He's a well-known man. He's very rich. Generally quite liked around here. Seems to look after everybody. He sort of looks around over his shoulder... He looks at some people over there and sort of looks back at you. See the couple over there? Bald man with the beard. his wife. Hair graying. Don't everyone look at one? Goodness. <gasps> <say. laughs> yeah, because like, everyone goes to each for a look. They, uh. They came from his estate, and they've been staying at this inn for two days. For the festivities, I assume. Hmm. they Straslanders or...? Local. Hmm.
2: Curious that hmm. they're staying here, and not as his townhouse, if they've come from his
3: estate. Yep. Maybe the town. Maybe a, a visiting family, house. perhaps. Anyway, if you need staff of his, those two are staff. Mm. Well, I've been saying I'm a
2: bit of a merchant, and I'm coming here out of town to see if there's any good deals in this good old wine country of this. I could play that angle up, I suppose.
1: Mm, indeed. So you've arrived a bit late, and you're a bit annoyed at that. Make a fuss. A little bit. Make
2: some inquiries. See if they are happy to talk. What have you been telling people you're here for, Maynard? Just so we, in case it comes up. I've just not gotten into it. Suppose if you got enough money they'll not be that
3: impertinent with you. I just say I'm I mean it's a pretty looking around Mercenary work, things like that. Talent scouting. I had one young lad ready to <laughs> sign up yesterday. Can't handle his ale though. Lost a, a fight with a farrier.
1: would you take him no you would though <coughs> no if you can't win against if you can't win drunk you can't win
2: sir <laughs> uh, all right well Lorenzo say so well I might try having a chat with that lovely couple over there then
3: okay so while he's doing that, what are the rest of you wanting to do? You're just going to wait for him to do that. Is there anything in particular you want to go and do?
0: I'm going to keep my eyes open for some of the brown-haired kids that the girl I was talking to was alluding to, because I am not convinced that I was go <laughs> Okay. Um,
3: okay. You're going,
1: you're going full on the editor to Stark here. It's all on the dark dark
3: of the doesn't lie. (laughs) (laughs) That's the original um, the original Ancestry.com. You are brunette of here. Therefore, you're related to Charlemagne. But (laughs) 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 Um, Right, so um Okay, you keep an eye out. At this stage you don't actually see any of them here anyway. Uh Whilst you are looking though, Mister Toshin Lorenz, you uh, you head on over to the table. What, what's your play here? How do you approach this? Um, have they got a
2: drink? Uh, they do. I mean, everyone here does. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's been pretty open, like and cheery and merry, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. No one's really keeping to themselves. Yeah. If anything, you guys yeah. having quiet so, conversations yeah. probably stand out in this. this environment
2: yeah I'll probably just um, just go and sit down at the trestle near enough to them and I guess people have been saying some sort of benediction or whatever about the you know like the the, there'd be a seasonal greeting right because it's the solstice right
3: yeah 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 I haven't actually thought of one. But it would be, um, yeah, some sort of greeting that, that makes sense. Um, you know, uh, salutes to Solaria or something like that as you come over. Yeah. Yeah. And I Sicilian stuff. I do of, that yeah. and I sit. Yeah. Salute.
2: Yeah. yeah. And he'll just come and sit down and be like, oh, I was having a catch up with, you know, it's not often I hear. Huh. My tongue spoken so well, so I was having to catch up with the old mercenary over there. Apparently, he says you're from uh, workers of uh, von Strum. Str- 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 oh
3: gosh. The uh, the woman hearing str- you talk gets quite excited, right? And and remarkably good Stras Landian. She's uh, oh yes yes von Strum yes yes yes. We work with them. Loren sort of
2: brightens up at the at the tongue, and he goes. Oh, you speak so incredibly well. It's a it's a pleasure to my ears. Thank you. I've been practicing for some time. Would not be
3: out of place in the Kaiser's court. I tell you, it's brilliant. She blushes. I actually, Her husband looks at you like, "What are you planning?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually
2: here, sort of sourcing potential wines to bring back home. I uh, Erdy's a bit of a wine merchant. I I he was mentioned back in in town. I couldn't for the life of me find him. And they said, Oh, he has an estate out here. So I thought if I'm here looking for wines, might as well go to wine country. Holds up the the glass he's got and downs it and sort of so, asks for some more. He looks Lorenzo's a little tipsy as established by the terrible role he got earlier <laughs> so he's leaning into that a little bit to look like he's very much partaking in, in the um, in the merriment and he's like but I must say I don't think I'm in a bit of a state to go call on von Strumman out as his estate does he have a bit of a a, a residence in town I could could leave a message the
3: next time he's in town. That's a, that's a quite, a, that's a very specific question. Yeah. Yeah, you've got, because you've, yeah, okay, yeah. All of it sounds pretty feasible, right? It all sounds pretty feasible. Instead of buying into it, oh oh, yes, I I mean, It'd be inappropriate to go to his estate anyway. He's very private, doesn't like people just going. Um, I wouldn't want to impinge on his hospitality. Yeah, he does have an office and a a house here in town. Um, Although that's closed until after these festivities are done. He's not returning to town for, for perhaps another week. Um... But if you are wanting to leave him a letter or something, that would be a good place to leave it. It's in there.
2: Lorenz is like doing that drunk nod where it's like, yeah, that's that's exactly what he wants to do. Like, good. I'm glad you
3: brought it up. This just sounds about right. It's the, um. look, you, 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 you can't miss it. You go back into the market square, by, by not far from the, the church where the festivities are happening right now. And there is a large house, very large house, whitewashed walls with a red roof. Can't miss it. Stands out. There's some other big houses, but you're looking for the red roof. You find that one, that's the one.
2: Thank you. Can I ask ask your names? You've been...
3: Be most helpful. My name's Carla and this is Lud.
2: Loren sort of does the like bows to both, raises his his, his glass and says repeats the um Salute to Salaria. Sort seasonal greetings. Right? Yeah. Salute to Salaria yeah, yeah. and then sort of gingerly gets up from the table like he's paying a lot of attention to his, how he's walking and then sort of stumbles back to the table with everybody else and sits down very heavily and sort of leans over like he's beginning to nod off.
3: As you do, you'll all hear a bell ring from the church in the square. Also, Veronica notices a group heading towards the square, and like in a fluster, right? They're clearly flustered. There is a young woman, okay, mid mid teenage in years, dressed up in a very fine blue dress, and around her is what look to be their siblings. Uh, her, uh, you're running alongside her holding her dress up so it's not dragging along on the ground or in the mud and behind them carrying a bundle of something like a bag that she's like, sort of having to hold up because it's quite big and full of things is a very flustered looking woman um, the reason I mention them is because you're looking for someone with brown hair and this appears to be a group of people who are children different ages, there is one other woman in the group that looks a bit older maybe approaching sort of late teens, early 20s um, running along with them but they definitely all look to be related and they all have brown hair
0: and they're all flustered. they are
3: running towards the square, like you know, you know, you know when you're running, but not running. You're like, oh, we're just walking, we're walking, we're walking, but we're walking with a sense of urgency. It's like that because we've got somewhere to be right now. We can't be seen to be running, but we need to we've be got somewhere, somewhere to be. <laughs> but we're not allowed to be running. <laughs> we've got somewhere to be, but we don't <laughs> want to stick out. Wow. Yeah. I am definitely going to take
0: notice of this. Yes. And I'm going to try and approach as quickly as possible, not running.
3: I mean, they're they're nearly running. So you probably have to run to catch up to them. So Lorenz right. comes back, drops down at the desk as Veronica just uh, springs up onto her feet and shuffles off after these other people. What the rest of you do? Lorenz just says,
2: "He's got an office near the square by the church, whitewashed, red brick, red roof, roof, yeah. red roof." Mm. Stands up like a sore thumb, apparently. Mm. There you go. It wasn't that hard, was it, Maynard?
3: And when he hears that, he, just, he stands up and, without running, heads off after Veronica <laughs> to go and find this building, it seems. Um, leaving Victor and Lorenz at the table.
2: <sighs> well, I guess we better follow in. Huh? I feel like I'm... Um, Cleaning up after other people's messes these days. Mm. Actually, that is the job, kind of, so. Used to do that as a boy, why not do it now?
1: You know, since he was a servant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so I step up and I start also. going after me and I'm not running but <laughs> at a brisk a brisk walk
3: brisk walk and Lorenz? yeah he'll follow along okay. so at the head of this little procession we have veronica who's coming along behind this group and the group um there is there's about 7 of these children of varying ages um with the one in the in the blue dress, one that looks like her older sister, walking along beside her, so she's the one who's holding up the, the dress. And then you've got sort of like a like a mother duck, but behind them all, rounding them up as she goes, is this a woman clutching onto this this large bag um, that seems to be full of something. Um, and you're sort of trying to, to 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 keep pace with her or catch up with her. What's what's your plan here?
0: I am going to try and um, there's a term for it, but I cannot remember what it is off the top of my head. But I am going to try and connect with them at the head and get them to stop and see what was going on. It's like you look like you're in some distress. Is there anything I can do to help?
3: So you, you're trying to no ablas to You're trying to intercept. You're trying nice. to hit them off or intercept them. And it's okay. Yes. The whole group or just the mother?
0: Well, I figure if I intercept the mother, the rest will follow.
3: The mother's behind them all, so they won't see. They're there. Oh. Like, they're in front of her in a mob and she's behind them, keeping an eye on the smaller ones so they don't break off and end up getting lost in the crowd, right?
0: We'll take not the mother, but the one that's next, uh, oldest stuff. Uh. Next okay her. so you
3: push past the mum and you've got the um you you go up to like what looks like probably the oldest sister of, of one in a blue dress um because the rest of them are still wearing whites and yellows and reds as, as described before um you grab uh you grab this 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 girl and she tries to sort of oh well, you you round her off what do you say like how are you doing so you, you physically touching here what you what you know let's role play this out
0: yeah, I will put my arm on her, uh, well, I'll put my hand on her arm. It's like, are you okay? You all seem to be a little distressed. Is there anything I can do? So as you reach out or? and
3: you touch her, she sort of looks at you like a bit wild eyes, and sort of shrugs you off and is just like, sorry, and then and keeps going. Like they're, sort of they're, they're trying to get somewhere in a hurry, it seems. They're definitely moving with a sense of urgency.
0: Okay, at that, I'm going to uh, go behind them a few paces and uh, shadow them as best as I
3: can. Okay, so the rest of the group would have to walk past you. Um, So you're going to let them walk past and you're going to try and shadow them, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: We're going on an adventure. But you
3: don't want to be seen.
0: Well, you know what? I, no, I'm, that is not my first goal. Okay. I mean, they've already seen me. But please. And anybody watching them might already have seen me, but. Yeah, I guess I would be trying to attempt to stay a little bit hidden in case they're being followed by anybody
3: else. Roll me a stealth roll. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no.
0: Uh, stuff is 10.
3: Add plus 2 to the 10 because of the busy crowds and things.
0: I rolled a 3, so that was 15 in total. Because, you know, I can't roll worth shit for this
3: game. So, you follow them, and they start pushing through the crowd and things like that, and you stay behind them, um and they get to like the crowd is massively built up now in the square um by the way victor and lorenz you're following maynard he does not push through the crowd after veronica so veronica goes off on their own into the crowd following this this gaggle of this family as they make their way through the audience and sort of push their way through, and then they get to off to the side of the stage where there is a number of of you know young women in blue dresses of various shades. And when they get there, you can see them all sort of relax. And the the girl in blue sort of quickly creases down her dress and um, sort of steps. You know, over towards the rest of the group, and you see everyone sort of relax a bit off to the side of the stage. Upon which, where you see someone dressed up, dressed up like in bright yellow robes, in almost a mockery, but you can see like a, a playful mockery of a priest, is there. As like the herald of the of the festival, right? He's getting the crowd worked up and talking to them about what's going on. But as they get there, you sort of you see the mother sort of quickly count off the heads of all the children to make sure they're all there. And then she turns around and looks straight at you. Excuse me, what's your problem? Now it's to me. Yes.
0: Haha. <laughs> huh. I am sorry, I didn't mean to offend. I I don't have a problem. It's just you all seem to be in rather a rush, and I just want to make sure that you're all okay. You have all these kids here, and.
2: Why? (laughs) Why? Hold on. What a lie. Look at this person (laughs) sniffing around after kids. Um, on the holiest of holy
1: days. <laughs> this is when you should try that thing where you're like, ah, well, free <laughs> No,
3: don't worry. very <laughs> so of course we're in a hurry. We have to get her up to the States. What's your problem? Why are you following us, interrupting us?
0: Well, you know, to be honest, I heard that there are some people out there trying to make sure that she didn't get to the stage, but I didn't want to make a big deal about it.
3: Roll lie.
2: Oh, What's that wanna... face,
0: Sean? <laughs> That's not
2: convincing <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, we'll see. That, that, is, I that is called changing your story halfway through.
0: <laughs> Another fucking three.
3: Another three. Your lie is not that That's good. Ten. She sort of. <laughs> She sort of like clutches a young child to her, right? The the younger of the lot. Um, and she sort of looks at you and goes, "Look, I'm here to support my daughter. I need you to piss off." <laughs> it's not Freida. Freida is not of a list.
2: <laughs> Veronica, you're convinced this is Freida. <laughs>
3: I mean, hey, the kid. Was not. The kid said she talks funny. Now, kids are inappropriate and horrible to people who can't help how they talk. But the kid wasn't lying. I was ex- yeah. I'm not going to lie.
2: I was expecting stutter, but Lisp makes
3: sense. Uh, a is hard for me to role play. Sorry. It's true, yeah. And I don't, I don't mean to, to mock mock the Lisp either. But yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I I meant no harm.
2: That's another lie, Rob. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, uh, um, she sort of gathers her children together, um, which, you know, the the other sister's helping her. And you can see, to great applause, actually, the girls, one by one, are coming up on stage where they're announced to the audience. Um, and the crowd is, is you know yelling and cheering these, all these all these girls they all seem to be about middle teenage years all of them in, in flowing sort of blue robes or dresses sorry of various colours um, there's like everything from like a baby sky blue right down to like a deep blue as they sort of go up on stage and people are, are cheering and, and, and sort of applauding and things like that while that is happening and whilst <laughs> whilst Veronica's off upsetting a mother and her children trying to enter a talent show pageant con- contest <laughs> we have Victor and Lorenz at the back of the at the audience where you're you have you're with Maynard who is clearly sort of looking at the rooftops and with him you all do spot in the middle of the square this large building two stories with a red roof. It's actually relatively freshly painted red roof. He um, sort of looks at you. He's not supposed to
2: be around, but that doesn't mean there ain't anybody in there.
3: Look, this town is full of people, and it's going to be full of people for days. But all of those people right now, and behind you, the crowd is like, Hey! Hey! They all seem to be rather occupied now. I'm not particularly sneaky, and neither is Victor here. When he looks over at Victor, but we can run interference if you'll go inside for a look. I'm not particularly sneaky either.
2: Well, not in the I'm not a, in the thief in the night kind of way. I ain't the wrong person's gone missing. He's alluding to Veronica being the best person for this
3: job. You hmm. really are tits on a bull, aren't you, boy? What do you say, old boy? And he looks over to Victor. What do you think we should do?
1: Phew. It's not that difficult. Cause a distraction, get in the building. They're being distracted. You don't need to be very sneaky.
2: Fine. I swear this is your way, it may not have gotten me in trouble.
3: Okay, well... I mean, you can tell this pains him to admit. I've made somewhat of a loss here, so we shall follow your lead. I think maybe it might be safest if we get the other one, the redhead as well. God, I hope she's not causing trouble. Last thing
2: I need is to bail another one of this party out. Looks across. There. Looks across the. Looks across. I'm talking about Mayno. Yeah. Looks across the the surface of the
3: crowd. Sees if you can see red hair sticking out somewhere. Yeah. You can see her talking to a very upset woman with a bunch oh, of children. Oh, for the love of Solaris! <laughs> and Lorenz starts
2: power walking his way through the crowd to get to
3: <laughs> right. So, we'll assume that you round everybody up. um, And the next stage is you're going to break into this house right to try and find information, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. I think that is probably a good session to have on its own um, as a reconnoiter before you go and try and find out what else is going on. So, I think this is a good spot to finish this one. And that concludes this episode thank you for listening to Valley of Blood if you like what you've heard and you would like to hear more please head to mbcast.co for all things Mud and Blood related we would like to thank Danheim for allowing us to use his music for the theme song of this show as well as some of the atmosphere heard in the episode as well as story blocks and tabletop audio for much of the sound effects and remaining music but that is us for now Tune in in two weeks for the next episode. Until then, have a good one. Aere